Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to a post-draft 2022 edition of the Bird Brains with Mark and Ken. My partner is the longtime Eagles beat writer for NJ.com and the Trenton Times, Mark Eckel. My name is Ken Dunnick. He split a little tight end for the Eagles and the Stars back in the day. And, Mark, we're going to talk about uh, the Eagles draft, what they did do and what they didn't do and what they still need to do. But before we do that, let's, let's mention Jersey Man and Philly Man Magazine, the only uh, men's content magazine in the Philadelphia, South Jersey area. If you'd like to check out one of our private business networking events we call the Legacy Club, please contact me, Ken, at jerseymanmagazine.com or call 856-912-4007. So, Mark, I think you and I are a couple of pretty honest guys. When you uh, do like that assessment? Yeah, well, you probably don't know me well enough to know when I'm lying I think not, you're pretty honest. But, yeah, I, think, I, 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 hope, <laughs> I hope you're honest. And, and, you know, we have been critical of Howie Roseman in the past. I mean, when he does some things like trade up to draft Andre Dillard and Jalen Rager, we call him out on it. And when he has a good day or good three days like he did uh, this past week, we're going to give him some kudos. And um, I didn't have much confidence in Howie, especially in this post-Joe Douglas uh, regime as far as personnel is concerned. But um, I thought Howie and the Eagles personnel team did a pretty good job. Let's talk about the first-round pick first, and then we'll talk about what happened second. It was a trade that I thought was fantastic for the Eagles. But the Eagles trade up from 15 to 13, and they draft Jordan Davis, who's a 6'6", 341-pound tackle, defensive tackle from the University of Georgia, runs a 4.7840. I mean, it's hard amazing. to believe that a guy, a guy that size could be that mm-hmm. quick. Now, uh, a couple of concerns. Number one, I have a, I have a major concern. Well, I know what your major concern is. I think, number one, he's, he's going to be a great run stopper. And yeah. then with him, him and Fletcher Cox in the middle, sure. if they're playing at the same time, it's going to be really difficult to run on the Eagles. Now, the question about him is his effort as far as the pass rush is concerned. Georgia got so frustrated with him at a point where they were taking him off the right. field on third down. Exactly. He didn't so, play. Right. So my, so my question to you is, is, is that worthy of trading no. up to the 13th pick, no. number one? And number two, were the Eagles trying to trade up to get Jamison Williams from uh, Alabama that was snatched by the Detroit Lions at 12? They had traded up to 13 before the Lions pick, from right. what I'm told. So let's talk about Jordan Davis and what you think and how the Eagles did there. Listen, I know why people love Jordan Davis for the reasons that you said. That size and that size and speed is so rare. I mean, it, it's phenomenal to be honest with you. But those things don't always equate to great play, great football player. I mean, I yes, what you every, I agree with everything that you said. Yes, yeah, he will stop the run. Yes, he, there's no doubt in him and Fletcher Cox, or even him and Hargrave, whoever's out there at the same time. Yeah, yeah but but in this NFL, the only team that runs the ball is the Eagles. <laughs> so he'll, he'll be good playing again. He'll be good at practice. Teams throw the ball now. If you're going to spend the 13th pick of the draft on a defensive lineman, it better be somebody that can get you a half a dozen or more sacks. And this right. guy didn't get that that many in four years at Georgia, three years at Georgia. So I. Listen, I'm not going to criticize him. I'm not going to criticize the player because he's a good player at what he does. And you, you have to know what he does. And that's, he stops to run. If this is 1986. It's a great pick because people ran the ball a lot in 86. Now 
teams don't run. They throw every, – every team in the league throws more than they run, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so I don't – and the move up, they, a lot of teams – now, everybody has a different opinion on – every team addresses the draft with different strategy. The Baltimore Ravens, just picking an example, thought the strength of this draft was third and fourth round, and they kept trading back and getting more third and fourth round picks. Mm-hmm. When the Eagles gave away three mid-round picks to move up only two spots – I mean, Davis may or may not have been there at 15. I kind of think he may have been. I mean, they were worried about Baltimore, I guess, at 14. That may have taken him. But, hey, if Baltimore takes him, so, so be it. Then, then take the next guy. There were, some, there were a lot of good players still there at, at, at 15. Um, now, did they want Williams? I, I thought so when, they, when the trade happened. But the fact that they didn't – that it all depends on when do you think they first talked to Tennessee about A.J. Brown. Well, according to you, you said it had to be in the works because yeah, the trade was approved, so and, then, fast, right? and then yeah, hundred million dollars with fifty-seven million dollars guaranteed. You don't do that the snap of a finger. That's minutes, something you've been right. working on for a while. So, so they had to at least have contact with Tennessee during the week, I would think. So, if they knew they were getting AJ Brown or that there was a chance they were getting AJ Brown, I don't think they were trading up for Jameson, uh, Jameson Williams. Right, that doesn't make sense. You you, you wouldn't take two wide receivers there. Right, that, that that's a great point. Um, now they could have changed. Now if they if they had gotten Williams, they could call Tennessee and say, "Hey, the deal's off." I mean, that that happens too sometimes. I I assume. Um, so here's the thing I, that so gets, I, I like concerns me. Love well, the the clip that they showed on ESPN was a little embarrassing, really. I mean, he just you know he gave a very uh, fake effort to uh, rush the passer, really gave up, and was just engage with the linemen not and i, I want to see uh, a more fire and effort now in his defense defensive tackles and even fletcher cox you know eagles gave 100 million dollars to um he, he's not a great pass rusher either he doesn't really sack the quarterback there's not too many defensive tackles in the league that are, are well are not pretty, many go not many get picked 13 overall I understand. I Aaron, understand Donald, but I mean, Aaron Donald gets to the quarterback. Well, but they move him around a little bit. He, sure. You know, he, he plays a little bit outside. And who who knows what – I would assume that Jordan Davis is going to be uh, strictly a middle-of-the-line uh, kind of a run-plugger type of a player for Why? the Eagles. But anyway, I have a question, but go ahead. Um, I, I was just saying, you know, as far as the Eagles go from, from a defensive standpoint, I can't think of a better front eight in football than the Philadelphia Eagles. When you look at, hey, if Brandon Graham is going to be healthy, you got Fletcher Cox, Jordan Davis, Derek Barnett, uh, Josh Sweat, uh, Hargrave, I thought, played okay last year, Milton Williams. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they, they, these guys, they're going to have a good front eight. Well, the, oh, yeah, the defensive line is very – that's another reason I was a little surprised. I mean, again, they must love them. And I'm not going to question. They do a lot. They do more work on guys than I do now. Certainly, they. Um, so, but yeah, I didn't. I didn't think that was. I, I take Jordan Davis out of that mix, and I think the defense line is still pretty good. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, he makes it better. I but I thought there were other needs because you keep talking about the front, the back, the back four still isn't very good at these. Well, no, we're going to yeah, a we'll, bunch of guys. We'll, we'll get to that. We, we, yeah, they've, they've got some work to do there, but let's talk about the second thing that happened. Not the not, Eagles, just, yes. Eagles announced a trade, which I absolutely love. AJ Brown getting him from the Tennessee Titans. Um, you can talk about what they gave up to get him, but six one two twenty six wide receiver out of Mississippi. Uh, he runs uh, good routes. He's, he runs with effort. He, or yards after catch, 
and you had mentioned that this deal had had to have been done the previous day. Well, at least he's talked about, right? He, yeah. he certainly fills a need because, oh, you know, absolutely. Jalen Rager has got to be heading out of town at this point, don't you think? According to Howard, they well, say they're going to keep him, but for well, what? He's going, to be, camp. he's going to be a, well, he's going to be a malcontent. He's not going to be happy. Uh, he's not going to well, play. Then, he's not going to no. play. Where's he going, well, where's is, he going well, to play? Is he still their return guy? Well, that might be Can the only that? way he contributes. But remember, the Eagles picked up Zach Pascal. They got Devonte Smith. Now they oh yeah, he's AJ not going to be. Oh, he's he's your Quez Watkins, even Greg Ward. I don't play Jalen Rager over Greg Ward. I don't. So I, don't I don't. I don't know where the guy's going to go. Well, I bring him. To, I mean, there's no reason to cut him now. I mean, they, I think they tried to trade him, and obviously, no one else wanted him either. I, I thought some team would bite. Um, because you know how you know how how teams are. If they like them coming oh, out, and they, they even even like no, Nelson Aguilar got another shot too. I mean, normally I teams will take good. normally yeah. teams will take a shot uh, right on a first round pick. Drafted that high, right? Because you you trade them, you give up a fifth or something, and you say you sell them to your fan base. Hey, this guy was the first. You blame the Eagles. Oh, he wasn't coached right there. They they didn't use him properly. Blah blah blah. And then and and guess what? I've seen guys. It's the old change of scenery. Some guys just need that. And they – listen, I don't think Rager's ever going to be what people thought he was going to be, but a change of scenery might be the best thing. But at this point, I think you bring him to camp. Why not? And see, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe – because, like I said, there's nothing to gain by cutting him now. Does the fact that he erased all evidence on his Instagram about the Eagles give you cause for concern? <laughs> oh, maybe. Maybe he is going in. I guess you can. I mean, it just – you don't gain anything, like 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 God forbid you. So like you you cut like they like they cut Herbert yesterday, right? The guard Nate Nate Herbert got got cut. I didn't understand. I didn't I didn't, I didn't see that. Is that yeah, true? he got cut. Yeah. Wow. Now that might have been salary reason. Now he because he was scheduled to make like two point something million. Hmm. So there. But, but here's my thing. Like especially on offensive line, their two starting guards have a a long uh, injury history. So I mean, so like getting back that to, to Rieger. So if you cut him and then he signs with whoever, um, and then you go to camp and God forbid three of your receivers all get hurt in in, in in training camp. Now you're like, oh geez, I wish we had another receiver. You know what I mean? Like, just, I don't. I wouldn't cut guys until the league says I have to cut guys. Listen, I'd like a, I'd like another receiver, but I'd like another receiver who can who play, can, <laughs> who can actually play. play. Well, you need somebody play. to run routes in practice. You need something. Well, to... Playing is the operative term in that sentence. Trust me. <laughs> so, well, let's go to round two now. The Eagles. Well, let's go, let me about... let me talk about the AJ Brown. No, the great trade, great trade. I'm I'm as as iffy as I am about the Davis pick. I'm 100 percent behind that trade because at that point, the only the and Tennessee took him. The only receiver, in my opinion, first-round receiver on the board was, was Burks, who's, who I think is pretty good. So depending on your point of view, and I, and I like what the Eagles did, because they, they could have not made the trade and taken Burks, and I would have said, that's a good pick. But Brown's better, today, Brown is better than Burks. If you're willing to spend the money, and the Eagles were willing to spend the money, A.J. Brown is going to do more for the Philadelphia Eagles this year than Traylon Burks is going to do for for the Tennessee Titans. Oh no, there's no question. No, right. So if you're trying to win now, that's a good trade. That's a very good good trade. I'm surprised. Well, Tennessee, I guess, just came to an impasse 
where they weren't going to give him twenty five million a year. They they I think they had gotten. I think they offered eighteen eighteen to twenty two or something. Right, something like that. Right, and he turned it down, and I guess twenty five was the magic number for him. So um, one more question on this point. It's interesting. You you know you made your living uh, finding these types of things. How does the back channel? work in the NFL? I mean, are there like, do, do teams call each other and float potential names or is there like a, is there a, a melting pot of names that could be had for a pro? I mean, sure. how does that, how does that well, work? Well, this year, especially it's been, with the wide receivers, it's been, people knew Brown was wanted, new, wanted a new deal and it was getting just like Debo Samuel who didn't get traded, but um, you know, he wanted, Word gets out, obviously, that these guys want X amount of dollars in the team that, that has them. Is it the agents? Is, is, oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah. absolutely. Agents shop them around. Because guess yeah. what? I mean, and it's not even tampering because, uh, and I, off the top of my head, I don't know who A.J. Brown's agent is, but he has, A.J. Brown isn't, isn't his only client. So he, he may have two or three guys on the Eagles as well. So he's talking to Howie about his guys mm-hmm. and Howie says to him, hey, what's, what's going on with uh, in Tennessee with, with Brown? Hey, I don't know. I don't think that's going to happen. And they're only offering this, and we want that. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's not well, good. You you're talking to an agent. No, you're talking, and it comes up about, you know, like I said, most agents have clients on, you know, 20 to 32 teams, or some guys might have somebody on, on every team. You don't know. So, yeah, so that, that's, that's how things work. Um, it's, yeah. You, especially when, especially when it's a money thing, when it's a money, you know, um, that's how Devontae Adams went from the Packers to the Raiders. It's how Tyree Kill went from Kansas City to Miami. It's you mm-hmm. know they felt, and again, wide re- the, the wide receiver market has blown up, which is why I think wide receivers went early in this draft. You're you're getting, you know, a good a good young unproven but good young wide receiver at a fraction of the cost of the A.J. Browns and Devontae Adams and Tyree Kills that are getting, what is Jamar Chase going to get? That's all I want to know. Because <laughs> he's really good. At, and he had a tremendous rookie year. And, you know, if these guys are getting 25 and 28 a year, he might get 50 by the time Listen, his contract's up. You're killing me. You're talking to a guy that made 35 to 65,000 <laughs> a year, beating my brain down um, for training kit. Hey, let's talk about the Eagles' second round pick. Okay. We, we had talked about a need on the offensive line, and Eagles draft Cam Jurgens, center out of Nebraska, 6'3, 303. Obviously, the heir apparent to Jason Kelsey, who you know may play one year. I doubt if he plays two more years. But again, we the last uh, episode we talked about uh, the Eagles, you know, having to fill some needs because the line is getting a little bit older with the Somalo injuries with Lane Johnson. He's had an injury situation. Of course, Kelsey's getting pretty old. Do you like the pick of Cam oh, yeah. Jurgens? I well, again, I like yeah, he's good, good pick. Good, I'm sorry, good pick, good player, uh, the second best center in the draft according to. The scouts and everybody that I've talked to. The first one was obviously Linderbaum that went um, bottom of the first round. The kid from from Iowa. Um, no, really, this is a good. Again, it's not a pick. Now that this isn't a pick for this year, obviously, because he. Right. I, I know I asked if, if if you know, in college a lot of guys play different positions. They'll play center, but you move the guard, or a, guy, a tackle moves the guard, or a guard moves the center. But you know, what they play in college isn't always what they play in the pros. Um, but I'm, no, this kid's a center, so he's probably not yeah. going to play hard. 
Yeah, so but, be, and it looks like the Eagles like Dickerson and Garner because we all right. thought that they might move him to center there. Yeah, well, he played center at Alabama. He, that, right. he, I don't think he played a snap of guard at Alabama. I think he played right. center all four. He may have, but I'm, I know his last two, two years when, it, when he played because he was hurt a lot, he was a center. So, yeah, I thought um, his I thought his, his future was he'll, he'll play guard until Kelsey retires and then, then they'll move him to center. Mm-hmm. Apparently the Eagles felt, you know what, this is leaving a guard and we'll go get a center. So either way, I mean, if, if they would have taken a guard, then I would have thought my original idea was the thing. They're going to move, they'll move him inside and put, put, the, put the new kid at guard. Well, it's six of one, half dozen of another. It doesn't matter which way they, they're going to do it. So they, they have Kelsey's replacement is on the roster now. If he does retire after this year, they're not scrambling for a guy. They, they already have him, and they're good to go. And, and he'll learn it. And if Kelsey only plays – this year and, and he's done. What better guy to learn from for this kid? Gerdin. Exactly. I mean, I, I like. Yeah, I don't mind that. I like what I've seen. I don't mind that. So, and, 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 there, and there is a need there, and, and there could be even a more urgent need because players are getting injured all the time. So it, uh, it we'll, we'll see. My on only that problem, story. and we'll, and I'm sure we'll get to this eventually, is they're ignoring I mean, two major areas that I would not have ignored at this, at this point. Well, wait, let's talk about linebacker first. The Eagles actually drafted uh, some linebackers. Um, you know, Mel Kuyper, I think, had N'Kobe Dean as the number one player available for about two and a half rounds. <laughs> his draft board. Yeah, he he called it a number 83 pick. He's got some injury concerns, uh, torn pec, torn labrum. Apparently the doctors wanted him to have surgery. His stock dropped. They had talked about him maybe being as, uh, one of the Eagles' options at 15 or 18. Now he's undersized at 5'11", 229. And I texted you during the draft. I said, I think his outfit on draft night might have cost him a round or two because I, I, didn't like, I didn't like that look. But what, what do you think about the Eagles? I, I think you have to take a stab at the Kobe Dean there at 83, don't you? Yeah, if he's there in the third I mean, I didn't think he was a first-round pick. I really didn't. I know some people are calling this the steal of the draft. And he's awfully they, small. I mean, yeah, five eleven, two twenty-nine. If they well, if Georgia lists him, if they're saying he's two twenty-nine, he's probably two twenty. Right, right, because they they always bulk that stuff up. How about the kid that the Giants took, the wide receiver from K- Kentucky? K- Kentucky lists him at, at five eleven. He was five eight at the combine. So, so there's that, right? So, I mean, I, I'll say this: if that front is, if if they have Davis and Cox, and you know, big men up front, that's good because he's going to need that protect. You know, he's he's the kind of guy that's not going to. If a guard gets out on him, he's done. Mm-hmm. So he he needs the front to 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 keep him clean, as they say, to to, to make plays. So yeah, again, not a. Not a bad – I don't think it's a steal to draft, like everybody says, because he's – like I said, I think he's undersized and he does have some injury concerns. I mean, when a guy continues to drop, there's a reason. So, that you know, I have, there's a flag on, on that for me. Um, but, again, I don't, I don't mind the pick, but they're ignoring two of the, my thing, two of their <laughs> biggest needs they still haven't addressed. Well, they will round out the draft in round six. They draft linebacker Kyron Johnson from Kansas and then tight end, which I found uh, very quizzical because they're loaded at tight end. But Grant Calcaterra from SMU, 6'4", 240 runner, and a 4'6", 240, which is pretty pretty fast for a tight end. But let's let's talk about what you want to get to, and that 
is the Eagles ignoring their need in the defensive backfield. Now, there was a huge report they were going to sign Tyron Matthew, the Honey Badger. He went to the Saints yesterday, so that option is off the table. You're looking at uh, starting corners of uh, Darius Slay and uh, Avante Maddox. Well, Maddox is your nickel. He's your slot corner. Well, who, 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 oh, Zach McPherson, I guess. I guess, yeah. So are you comfortable? Are you, are you comfortable no. with Marcus Epps and Anthony no, Harris? No, and no, no, so, no. So we, no, we have no. to think that there's, there's – and the safety pool is dwindling. Oh, you know, um, you know th- that's why I, I really thought they might uh, have taken a shot at the safety from, uh, from Notre Dame. Um, what's his name? Hamilton. When, Ham- the, uh, when they moved yeah. up. Yeah. When they when they moved up, I thought that well, see, might be a real possibility. I thought if they just would have stayed at fifteen, they would have got one or the other. They would have got mm-hmm. Hamilton or Davis because the Lions moved up to take Williams. Now Baltimore is on the clock. Baltimore can't take both of them, so Baltimore like Baltimore did take Hamilton. So if they if Baltimore stuck with Hamilton, then Eagles would have still got got Davis, and they still would have had them extra picks. Or if Baltimore takes Davis, then the Eagles would have taken Hamilton, and they still would have had those extra picks. So I, that's why I didn't. I wasn't I wasn't crazy about them moving up two spots to get a guy that I think he could have gotten a 15 or or gotten an equally as good a player at 15 without giving up. They gave up what a four and two fives or two fours and a, it was three mid round picks and maybe those three mid, they could have used those picks to move up and maybe gotten a corner or a safety somewhere along the line. I, don't, I just can't believe they didn't take a corner. I mean, like I said, I, the players they picked I think were all are all. They all have their their strengths. Gergen is going to be a good center in the future, and Dean, you couldn't like you said, couldn't pass him up at eighty three. But the corners and safeties on this team still don't excite me. And and one thing's for sure: when teams see this defensive line and some upgrades at linebackers, they're going to be throwing the ball against the Eagles yeah. with that defensive right. backfield. Protect, so that, protect, and throw. So that that's obviously a source of concern. Hey, any. Uh, but they did well. AJ, AJ Brown was great. That's a great trade. I don't. I can't t- say enough about that. Getting a guy of his caliber, um, and he's young. It's not like you like the other guys. Like Devontae Adams is going to be thirty. He's twenty nine. He'll, he'll be thirty. You know the Raiders. That's you know they they gave him a five year deal. Do you, do you think he's still going to be good at thirty two and thirty three? Who knows? Right. AJ Brown's only twenty five. So his contract. He'll, he'll get another contract after after this one probably. So. No, that was a, that's the trade. That's, that made their – to me, that was the best thing that they did all weekend. Uh, we were surprised at the top of the draft that Jacksonville uh, chose um, – was Kayvon Walker over Hutchinson? I, I mean, I had heard it was, it was going that way. I'm, uh, I'm disappointed in Jacksonville. I think Hutchinson's a better player. I, don't, I think they – I don't know what they see in Walker. I mean, I, there's upside, I guess, but I, I just would have taken the – the safe bet, or the kid I really, I think, I like the, the offensive lineman from North Carolina State that went number six to, to Carolina, Iquano. Mm-hmm. I mean, if Trevor, if, if your goal is to keep Trevor Lawrence in, in one piece, that one, that wouldn't have been a bad pick. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, how about, how about, how about Sauce Gardner going forward to the Jets? To the Jets. That's where yeah. I thought he would go. That's right. Yeah. I, I remember we said if, if he had fallen, the Eagles were going to move up. Well, and, I, and I, when we talked about this last week, I said the, the Jets and Giants at four and five are the teams that the Eagles have to worry about, and he did go. The Jets had a remark. Joe Douglas, former Eagles assistant general manager. Love the guy. We'll always love him. What uh, a great draft. I think he's one of the best. 
You know, no. year after year, he impresses me when he was with the Birds. Now he's with the Jets, and that was but the Jets he had and a Giants. They, how about that role reversal? Jets and Giants having having uh, drafts well, that were applauded. I don't. Well, the Giants took some chances. I mean, they, it could turn out great, but the Jets, I thought, just did. I mean, I love Gardner. I told you, I think he's defensive rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. I like Wilson, the wide receiver. And then they trade back and get Jermaine Johnson, who I thought was going to go top ten. And he yeah. got him in the 20-something. And then he came back in the second round and got a guy that I really liked, too. I mean, the, the, the Jets just had a real good draft. The Giants, if Thibodeau, that's the risk. Some teams loved him. Some teams didn't like him at all. So, obviously, the Giants were one of the teams that, that liked him. Evan yeah, Neal, they, they got Evan Neal. You know, they need protection yeah. for Daniel Jones or who's ever going to run that Oh, no, their offensive line's bad, so they, they need an offense. But I would have taken a, – Quano over Neil myself. Yeah. Um, so the Gi- Giants did okay. I mean, when you're picking that high, you should do okay. But I don't think they did great. Um, so you Cowboys, so you rank you, you rank the uh, NFC East Eagles by far, and then uh, Giants over Cowboys, or you like the Cowboys? Well, yeah. They did, but... Well, no, the Giants just because the Giants had more. They had so much. Yeah, they're picking five and seven. The Cowboys right. didn't pick those ones. Cowboys got a big. They they needed offensive line help too, and they, and they got the big kid from from Tulsa who. He was one of them guys that nobody talked about him in February and March, and all of a sudden his name became like, hey, this kid, this kid might go first round, and he did. <laughs> so um, Dallas didn't get the guy they wanted, from what I'm told, was the kid from Texas A&M, uh, Kenyon Green, who the Chargers took early, than, earlier than people thought. He went like, well, the Chargers picked right in between the Eagles, right? that was like 17. So I, I guess they went to plan B and, and took the Smith kid from uh, Tulsa, um, Washington, I don't like their draft at all. I didn't, I didn't like the, the I don't like the Penn State wide receiver Dotson there. I think they should. Burks is better than Dotson. They 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 should have taken Burke. Dotson's kind of small. He's quick, but he's not. I don't I don't know. I, I don't think that was a great. And they moved back, right? Washington. Yeah, they 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 should have just they stayed did. where they were. Yeah, they, they moved did back move to New Orleans, and New Orleans took Chris Olave. Washington should have just stayed where they, if they wanted a wide receiver, they should have just stayed where they were and took Chris Olave. He's going to be real good. I don't, I don't yeah. understand that. When they moved back, I thought, well, they want offensive line help. So they'll move down and get an offensive lineman because their quarterback's Carson Wentz, and you kind of want a good offensive line in front of Carson Wentz. Uh, before we go, let's talk about the lack of quarterbacks being drafted. Kenny Pickett goes uh, in the first round, number 20, to Pittsburgh. And then the next quarterback selected is Desmond Ritter uh, mm-hmm. to Atlanta, pick number 74, um, going ahead of the kid from uh, Liberty, Malik Willis, Malik Willis, who goes at 86 to the Titans. Now, I think uh, Willis has, you know, has, has a real chance to play. In Tennessee, because of you know what what Tannehill uh, did there last year, especially in the playoffs. So um, I thought I thought it was interesting in this day and age of quarterbacks. They really must have been down on these yes. kids for them to go so low. Uh, I've, been, I've been telling everybody that that asked me. No, this is this is the worst group of quarterbacks since 2013, when it was E.J. Manuel and Geno Smith. I mean, if and Geno Smith's still in the league, he might be a starter this year for Seattle. Who's Seattle no. going to play quarterback? It's got to be Garoppolo or or. Uh, or Mayfield. Mayfield, right? They can't you go would think. Season with those I can't. Guys. I don't think they will. But um, this, but this group was, and, and for once, the teams were smart, and usually they're not, and they they just reach and take these bad quarterbacks, just because because they're quarterbacks. And this year, they went 
they, they, they came to their senses and said, no, we're not wasting a first-round pick on Malik Willis or, or Desmond Ritter or uh, who's the other one? Um, Sam Howell or uh, right. Sam Howell doesn't go to the, to the fifth round. round. But, you know, do, yeah. do you think that uh, teams see guys like Garoppolo and Mayfield knowing that they might have them in their back pocket and not take a risk on an unproven kid? If guys like that are floating around that are probably going to be with another No, I just don't think these guys were worth – they're, they're not that good. I don't think – I'll be honest – one of them, one of these quarterbacks will turn out to be okay because it just it happens. One, it's the odd say one on one. But I don't know. I guess Pickett, Pickett went to a good situation, and I got. Let me ask, ask you this because I was I've been asking, has a has a player, especially a quarterback, ever played his college ball and pro ball in the same stadium? Hmm. I can't think of one. No, because Pitt, no, I mean, Pitt plays at yeah. Heinz Field now. So yeah. he's, he's going to have the same – he's going to go to – instead of making a left-hand turn when he goes to the line, he's a right-hand turn when he goes in. He was over here. Pitt was over there. That would be a nice situation for, for, for Kenny Pickett, I think. Sure. I mean, what, what a there. great, great story. I mean, you know, home, hometown kid goes to the Steelers right. after Roethlisberger retires. And that's, a, that's a great situation. And, he, and he's in kind of like – they have a great running back. They have a great defense. His job is going to be don't lose the game. Mm-hmm. Really, you know, just don't do anything. Don't don't try to do what you can't do. Hand it off. Take the safe pass. Work. And he's not going to be asked to come in and be a hero right off. You know, be off from the start. Come in, just work our system. He has good coaching there. That's not a bad pick. But the rest of them, I think they're all career backups. Well, Mark, that was a quick half hour. It was a lot of fun, a lot of information. Hope everybody enjoyed it. We will be back from time to time with Eagles updates, and then of course. Once the season starts, we'll be back every week. So for Mark Echo, this is Ken Dunnick. Thanks for listening to the Bird Brains with Mark and Ken, and we'll talk to you next time. Take care.